0: And gentlemen, welcome on into another special presentation of Man Cave One Hundred and One Podcast. Tonight we bring you our seventh installment of the Artist Spotlight, where we bring you guys some dope comic book artists, maybe statue builders. We've had somebody who does woodwork. We do a little bit of everything. We just want to bring these guys to the forefront and uh, show you their beautiful work and creations. And um, yeah. Just talk to them, have some basic conversation, and kick it with that. But let me not be rude to introduce my co-host tonight, Big Chase. We're Brooklyn at. What's happening? We're
1: Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. What's up, baby? Listen, let's get it on, man. Got some good stuff for <laughs> yeah. y'all tonight. Got some That's good it. stuff.
0: And I, of course, am your man in the chair, A. A. Ron. A.A. Ron is <clears> in the <throat> building with So uh, without further ado, um, I'm going to bring in our guest. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that you can find us all over the place. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter. I think I got everything. I think I did. I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better I'm getting, at that. I'm getting around. I'm getting around. <laughs> um, so you can find our podcast on any of those sites you like to look or listen. Um, so, yep, like I said, we're doing our seventh installment of the Artist Spotlight. Tonight we got a special one for you. Let me bring in our guest, Mr. David Rucker. He is uh, with Concrete Comics, and tonight he is bringing us Decimation Earth. David, what's hey. going on? What's up, bro? What's going on?
1: What's going on, fellas?
0: What's
2: going on? How- right, man. Hey, tonight?
1: listen. Hey, listen. First of all, just yo, thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for spending a little time with us. You know, what I'm saying we took a look at your comic, your artwork, bro. Top-notch stuff, man. So you know, we had to bring you on in here. Find out what's going on, but first things <laughs> first. How did you get started in the comic book biz?
2: Wow. So, so for me, um, this has been a twenty-year journey. Um, I originally, I'm the writer of Destination Earth and the creator of it. So for me, it was like like a journey of writing and, and developing the idea, and it took me. To- to, to, to keep pushing me to get back into this. Cause I had taken some time off and just shoved Decimation Earth underneath a bookshelf and forgotten about it for like 10 years. Yeah, it's been an exciting journey for me. I mean, it's just weird. I, I remember the day my wife found it. She like, what's in this box? Oh, it's a comic book I'm writing. And then when my next door neighbor happened me, back into writing and everything, and then from there, I hooked up with the artist that we have now, Shauna Aline, and that's all she wrote. Okay, cool. okay, very cool. Okay, so 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 I know it's not as exciting and as sexy yeah, as, as other it's people crazy. who come on the show.
0: Nah, listen,
1: it is. Listen, it, it is what it is, man. It's real life, man. However, you got started, you got started. You know what I'm saying? And you, right. You've taken this thing so far. What I love about the time that we're in is that we're at a time where if you had an idea, you know, creating a comic book was is actually, you know, can happen. Like it's real. Um, when I first got into comics back in the day, man, it was. You know, it was a planet far, far away to even remotely think that you would be able to create your own comic. You could write your own story and do your, but to create an actual physical, professional, commercial product was so far and away. And we live in a time now where you can get this done. So, no, whatever the story is, bro, is is what we want to hear. So, so tell us, what is Decimation Earth about? I I grew up as loving as a kid. It's it's uh, it's
2: a mix of uh, nuance. Horror, cosmic horror, and um, I would also say uh, so the story is about uh, this great, great soldier who finds himself in a situation where he has to come back into the world that is out, that's cast him out to save the Wu who, who, and off. And along the way, we deal with, with racism, we deal with uh, how people interact with each other, since where you have a strong black character who is a hero, saving people who are not used to having such strong characters or strong superheroes of color stepping in.
0: Okay, so it sounds like sounds like real life stuff we're dealing with here. You know what I mean? It's like a real, like a little bit of a adaptation onto some, what could possibly be real life things that happen, you know?
2: Right. It's pretty much, it is, it's pretty much, it's pretty much, it's like, like, what is horror to us Hmm. as society? And finding that horror, it's racism, it's classism, it's social economics that affect us. So Hmm. when I wrote Decimation I took all of Lovecraft, which, if anybody knows about Lovecraft, he was a racist. And if anybody tells you anything different, they're wrong. You can even look at his famous uh, writing, O To a Nigger, uh, that he wrote uh, about how he degraded black people. And so I who was a big horror fan, was number one. All the people who are black or of color that are in his stories are either ignorant, stupid, or uh, minions of those who want want to Your heroes are usually well-educated, refined white men. Uh, And so that kind of stuck in my craw a little bit Mm -hmm. because this is not not necessarily – how things are i mean yeah. you know he was you know and some people argue the point like well racism was socially accepted like you know around the 1930s he was a man of his time eventually he would have changed it doesn't matter he still wrote racist thing he was anti gay um, and he was a racist so you know, you can't make any excuses for it. But what you can do, since it's in public domain, we can take anything that represents us. You know, because growing up as a kid, that's one of the reasons why I got into comic books. because I didn't see any heroes that looked like me. Yes, there was, you know, Black Panther, uh, John Stewart, but all these guys started out as sidekicks, except for Black Panther. But only... Time you saw when Black Panther first came in, he came in in fantastic, fantastic. Then eventually he got his own comic. But even Luke Cage had a had a partner. There's, you know, there's never right. truly been, in my opinion, a black Panther stood on their own.
1: Huh. Yeah, no, it, it it's the truth. Um, it's I, I remember, um, I remember the first time I saw Black Lightning. <laughs> And um, it, I mean, it, I thought it was cool because he's a black guy, and you know, he, you know, control electricity. But his his costume and everything just looked real, just corny. Like
0: you
1: know, what I'm saying, like they they never like to put black men out front in a way where they are too powerful. They're always real weird. Um, I had a conversation about Star Trek, mm-hmm. how um, you know. You know, the black people only, they always have something weird on their head, or <laughs> like <laughs> you can't just ever just be you, you gotta have like you know a weird tail, or your eyes got right. okay. some, shit. yeah. So, yep. so I, I, def, I definitely get it and whatnot. So, this you said this is a 20 year journey for you. Um, how many episodes of, of Decimation Earth are there? The Decimation
2: Earth, um, six of them have already been. Written, uh, the other six are outlined. Um, so, I already and if, if we, if we are successful and blessed to get through all, all twelve books, out to everybody, um, we're going to end it in such a way that the fans really truly love Decimation, Earth. I can come back and write another.
0: That is, oh, wow. that, that you know, uh, it's a lot of storyline. That's good. Yeah, yeah,
2: and, there, and there's a lot of characters to the Death, Decimation Earth universe. I mean, we've got like 14 characters. And, oh, uh, and um, we can do spin off main cover of book one, we have two of the main characters, Gideon and Paris. Those are the two... Per- tag and two main characters right now when i wrote this and i produced when we wrote this and we introduced it everybody fell in love with paris and so you know we're going to do a spin we're eventually going to do that is in the works um i have a friend that's already working on the script with paris but it's an exciting adventure i mean it it, it, it's it it sucks she wrote it in such a way where it's three different time periods in the book so you have the prehistoric uh far-flung future and eventually those time periods are going to all intersect into one leading into the future
1: Mm. okay
0: yeah, so I figured I figured while you were talking about that I would I would bring up the artwork here so so people have a, an image reference and uh, Paris is uh, the character on the, the cover on the left to the right hand side of the book correct
2: there's one I think you have one of, of her standing by herself I think I sent you guys some art on that one too Yeah, right they're yeah, right. right there
0: okay yep yep I can see what Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, good, good,
2: no. Go right ahead. Our main, main villain's the one next to her sitting on the throne of skulls. That's Ozymandias. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. But you can also see why Paris is popular with a lot of people. Because she's strong. Feminine, <laughs> yeah. She's very strong the way yeah. I wrote, wrote her. And a lot of women identify her in love her and a lot of the men love her because she just runs spades on everybody so
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> i mean yeah so, t- so I see, killer i
0: mean i was gonna say i see that um that paris has a uh she has a, a i don't know what you want to call this because i, I have a revolver i guess of some kind
2: yeah so
0: like what type of uh what type of powers does uh does she have or is it, is it more so just like talk a little bit about that
2: so for Paris, I would I would equate her black Black Widow and the Huntress. Oh wow,
0: okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. hmm. Wow, that's really cool. Okay. And then this uh this main protagonist, I guess. Uh talk a little bit about him, inspiration, like where what would you kind of compare him to if you were gonna compare him to somebody here? uh
2: Ozzy Mandane is loosely on the rathetap uh and, oh, wow. and, and and uh i guess you would say kind of dark, dark side more powerful than dark side oh wow but he okay. has he has he has the ruthlessness of dark side uh, um and i would also give, give a little bit of the uh, So, and he is a mysterious character. Um, Hmm. You really don't know what his plans are. When they go up against them, it's like them playing checkers and he's playing chess. Hmm. So he's always six or seven moves ahead. And it's like, comes in and out of the story at different points. Of uh, the overall arc. Mm. Um, okay. And and if and if you're any familiar, if you're familiar with anything, love, car, in general, there's never a happy ending. <laughs> 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 um, it's fair. It's fair. <sighs> and and I gotta tell you, one of my one of my inspirations that I loved for writing Desperation Earth was John Carpenter's thing. Oh wow! Uh, I'm okay. a huge okay. John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge okay. John Carpenter fan, and and I love the movie Thing. My inspirations as I crafted the story. Okay,
1: okay, oh, okay. I, I can see it now. Did you bring that up? That I can see. Yeah, mm. I, I love that movie too. That was that was <laughs> that's actually a dope movie. Uh, well written, and and the funny thing about that movie, it just. From a technical end, it just goes to show you that you can do a lot with a little because there really wasn't a lot of uh besides yep. lighting and, and a few, you know, special effects obviously that were needed for the monster itself, the the, the tension mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. room was created by the actual actors and whatnot. So um it just goes to show you what you know what great actors in can do in a space. They didn't go a whole lot of places. It wasn't, you know, you know, they, they were mm-hmm. stuck in uh um, and, and that, that's that's really dope and whatnot um so uh enough about let's, let's get into something else real quick so we, we kind of spoke about this behind the scenes I know but let's reiterate Marvel or DC
2: <laughs> he fan uh, as a kid uh, I was like legion of superheroes and and uh that was my big book. In Justice League, uh-huh. was uh, X Men, but as we were t- talking behind the scenes, I kind of walked away from DC <laughs> when they start messing up the movies. And you know, the Arrowverse was like, and then after the after the last couple of movies, you know, when I'm sitting, when I take my twin boys and my wife to go see Aquaman, and in the movie they're playing, but but it's not the toto song the original toto song it's like an upbeat i don't know what kind of <laughs> Toto song and, and, you know, you know and you're and even my kids they i was like yeah i, I, can't, I can't do this <laughs> you know i, I think jason Momoa is a great, great actor but you know the music is what kills me i, think I gotta give credit to james gunn He's successful in, in his shows with with his show. Um, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I've seen Pe- some of the music in it with um, Peacemaker? Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. And uh, yeah. did I say that wrong? No, no, you I did. I think I Peacemaker. said it right. I think I said I, I thought I said <laughs> Peacemaker. <laughs> Peacemaker, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: but then, you know, when you look at Gardens. So the galaxy, all the classics on classic rock songs that he put in there, yeah, uh, it, that was successful. But, but I love Harry Cavell as, as Superman, but I just didn't get into the, the story. So, so yeah. and Marvel's been more successful with storytelling, as far as I'm concerned. And I think the comic book, and you're right. Writing, writing. In order to be successful, you have to be, be able to tell a story. You have. To, to have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you have to be able to hook a roller coaster ride all the way to the end. And I think Marvel has been successful in some of their movies with that. Mm-hmm. Not, not all of them. I think they were successful with Loki. Loki had night. Um, I'm not, not sure. I was kind of so eh, on WandaVision. I was kind of... Eh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought they did multiverse the multiverse of madness. And, and I think one of the reasons I like that is because I'm a huge fan of the Evil Dead original mm. Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell. As you, you can see, I'm a huge horror fan. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> which, okay. Which which is which is one of the reasons why I I think with Decimation Horror. It's more about uh, those things that you see in the corner of your eye, but you can't actually because they're hidden behind a veil. So, uh-huh. so what if you could pull back the veil? What would you see? Would you be uh-huh. able to handle it? Would you be able to deal with it? Would you be able to accept reality? Uh-huh. And, that's, and that's what that's earth is to me and what cosmic horror means to me Mm. so that's okay Okay. you know and that's one of the things that excites me
1: okay okay so you said you're you're a big horror fan like what's your ultimate horror movie Um,
2: I also like um, there was one that just came out a while ago with uh, I can't remember the actress, but it was set underwater, and she was trying to escape from underwater. Uh, that was a good. Uh, oh. Yeah,
1: I uh, can't remember the name of we I know she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That that one. I also like real bad '80s horror. Okay, I'm an '80s kid. <laughs>
1: We grew up in the, gonna, this, up in the same this, era, bro. This, 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 right.
0: this, this <laughs> so to the choir. You, that guy. Yeah,
2: yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? like movies like humanoid or Chuck, uh, or
1: uh, <laughs> yes. uh, <Generalistic>, humanoid <laughs> underground dwellers. Absolutely, Chuck, bro. Yeah. Chuck. Yes, Chuck. Yeah. Bro. Oh man, I'm just let me, Chuck. Yo, Chuck, man. Yeah. Uh, or
2: uh, the pit, yeah, like I was like you know. Now that I go back and look at those movies, I'm like, oh, these are so yeah, hilarious yeah. and stupid. But yeah. as a kid, there was the and and that's for me is like now I'm finding this passion for horror movies like that. I'm not into right. these Eli Roth movies. Mm-hmm. or anything. You know, Hills Have I, the Hills that Have the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, the Hills Have
1: Eyes. Hills,
2: oh, yeah, hills oh, have eyes. That was, was just a ridiculous movie. <laughs> you know? Oh, or, or the, Tex, or the Tex, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, and it's just like yeah. <laughs> and It's like, you know, I not gotten through all of them, but I do remember the one where they had the scene, and it's Jason taking Manhattan when oh, he's yeah. on the roof. First off, with this dude, and he just yeah. like laying. Lay, he's laying into Jason, and he's like, "All right, take your best shot." And Jason knocks his head off. off. <laughs> yeah. like, what is this? You know. And, and that's and that's one of the things I think that drives me is to be able to tell, is to bring things like that into the content that brings people to say, oh, this shit is real. I'm just going to keep rolling with this because I want to see what's happening Well, I'm afraid to turn the next page. Right, right. You know? If you guys have read book one and two of Decimation Earth, the next four books are way, way different from the first two books. I mean mm. that's, that's three starts ramping it up. Okay. With the, with with a lot of stuff. Okay. I'm trying not to give away stuff. That's no, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got yeah, to give the people something of something to crave. I see what, you... <laughs> I see what you're doing. Right,
1: right, right, right. Oh wow. Um, so I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to tell the people, man? Where can they find you? Where can they pick these books up at? Well,
2: you can pick up uh, Decimation Earth One and Two at Concrete Website. Uh, they're there. Decimation Earth IX, and you can also find us at tiktok at decimation Earth, decimation studios um okay we do on tiktok um try to show you what we're the world we're creating and, and on instagram we post a lot of the art and some of the things that we're doing with upcoming books there some okay
0: Cool. And uh, just for everybody who's watching, if, if you're interested in picking up copies of this, I will leave um, links in the description to uh, the Concrete website where you can actually purchase these books. Uh, there's some digital bundles, some full bundles on there, and also um, ticks, uh, links to the TikTok, Instagram, any of the social media pages uh, that you guys want to check out. Um, the work for Decimation Earth will be there. So just so everybody's aware.
1: All right, go so listen, man. I want to thank you once again, David. Welcome. The title is "Decimation Earth and on Concrete." Man, listen. Thank you again for coming, brother. Hey, one You know what we do. We appreciate. Play my music. <laughs> <is it? laughs> yeah. Have a good day. I'll see you next time, Dave.